Um, what song is this? Uh, I think this is Saint Anger. Uh, what? Uh, you know, we usually start with Ecstasy of Gold, dude. Yeah, well, we aren't doing a normal episode. This is an an updates for all episode. <sighs> That's what happens when I put you in charge of the music. Yeah, well, you know, people want to hear Street Anger. Here we are. Welcome to a podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. This is episode 10. Dude, we've reached double digits. Episode 10, season 1. No guest tonight, man. Just the two of us, man. We scared them all away, so we decided to make an and update for all episode. Yeah, I think all the talk of St. Anger and opening with Bread Fan has got everyone fucking scared. Hey, man, don't be fucking scared. <laughs> Don't get fucking scared, man. I don't have to ask you what you did this week, because I actually saw you this last week, and we rocked out in uh, Wausau, Ringle, Wisconsin. That was a hot, hot show. That was toasty. After eight months off, I'm not going to lie, my body was not uh, happy with me on stage or uh, after. Yeah, my fingers were a little sore. I suppose I probably could have played a little more guitar with our time off. But yeah, I was definitely tired to say the least. We've played three and a half, four hour shows before. And when you haven't played for eight months, 90 minutes felt like that four hour show we played at uh, First Avenue. Oh, absolutely. I think maybe three or four songs in, I realized that I went too hard right in the beginning and I completely gassed out. So I think about, uh, what was it? I don't even remember the set list now, but it was probably yeah, like five songs and and I was like, all right, I could be done now. <laughs> First three songs, Motor Breath, Bells, Creep, and in the bridge, which is the die chant in Creeping Death, my forearms were already already burning. Only, you know, 145 degrees outside. My thermometer said 146, dude. Oh, right, right. It's a little bit hotter on your side of the stage. A little bit. I had fun, though. It was good to get up and uh, get the gear out of the road cases and plug in and and play for a few hundred people in Ringle. Yeah, always a good time. I can't wait to get back to it. Hopefully sometime, you know, end of summer and fall time, we can get back to playing some more shows. The Q&Z Expo Center in Ringle, Wisconsin, which is just outside Wasa, I give them a lot of credit. They They took on a lot of flack from the media for putting us on. They gave it a shot. They did their best. They took uh, precautions and protocols and a pretty successful three-day festival for them. Give them a lot of credit. Yeah, they definitely had a lot of obstacles that they had to overcome, uh, not only with, uh, you know, the pandemic going on and, you know, coronavirus and whatnot, but, you know, the heat and then the amount of bands that were on the bill. Uh, There was bands that dropped off last minute. I know um, the head guy, Shane, that was running the thing. I know he that's had, my name. I know that's your name as well. Yeah, there, I think we had a few Shanes there that day. There was three Shanes within a seven-foot area, and we were all thoroughly confused, dude. Yeah, that's too many Shanes. But yeah, eighty I, or ninety times. Eighty or ninety times is too many times. That's too many I, times. Too many times. Eighty, ninety times. That's too. I many give that times. guy a lot of credit though, because he got hit with a lot of BS last minute, and I feel like he handled it really well, and he took care of us. So, props to him and his whole crew. 
It's a good show, good sound crew, uh, good promotion, Flaw, Sponge, Static X, uh, Thunderstruck, the ACDC tribute. We had fun. Yeah, it was a good time. And you got to write the set list, dude, and open up with Motor Breath. That was a good time, man. I will gladly open with Motor Breath anytime. I'll have to say it was weird coming out of Ecstasy of Gold. And yeah, but it's a good high energy song. And let's be real, that song Great. is super easy to play. Yeah, you don't have to think much on that. And it's, uh, well, we had trivia a couple weeks ago. It's the shortest song in the catalog. Right. So I feel like it's a good one just to get the blood pumping and kind of throws people off a little bit. But once it kicks in, I felt like people were really getting into it. Now, my real beef is. About a month ago, we started this Jump in the Fire Bracket Trivia Challenge. Yep. And then Metallica, you might have heard of them, little small band from the Bay Area. Never heard of them. Comes out with a 64-team March Madness some kind of bracket challenge. Remember that? Yeah, I think they copied us. They copied us there, and that's when we got our legal team involved. And now I think we have to get them involved again because last night, Metallica Monday, 2006, June 6th, 666, Berlin, Germany. Guess what they open with? I don't know. I'm going to guess Motor Breath. Motor Breath. What are the odds of that, dude? You know, I think we're going to have to take them to court. It's going to be like <laughs> it's going to be like them versus Napster except us against them. I saw that and I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, they've played about 2,000 shows, so it's 2,000 to 1 odds. And I did a little research. That was the first show ever that they opened with Motor Breath. Wow, that I did not know. I will say I'm glad it wasn't Bread Fan. Well, you wrote the set list in the Wisconsin, and I noticed that Bread Fan was last. Was that kind of a, a dig at me? I think it was. Well, I mean, maybe not you personally, but I mean, I can count maybe at least 50 or 60 times in the last couple of years that you have made me open with that song. So damn straight. Seeing as you gave me the opportunity to write this set list, I thought maybe I would flip the script a little bit. It was fitting. There were some pretty good Facebook and uh, Instagram comments about people like, oh, my God, you actually did open with motor. It's like. You think we're bullshitting you? What we say is what we do. Yeah, I'm a man of my word. If I say we're going to open with Motor, then assuming that all of my bandmates are going to, you know, back me on it, then we're we're doing it. It was fun, man. But this just shows you, I really think Lars and James are subscribers to this podcast because they, <laughs> they, they chose the Metallica Monday show, and there we go. Yeah, well, that's those are some crazy odds. I mean, that's like Vegas odds. I know they're listening, but they don't respond to my request to be on the show. So, Lars, you got the email. You got the Instagram, bud. We're we're waiting for you. Well, and I mean, if James wants to come on, he already knows that, you know, we'll just, we'll talk automotive. Reclaimed Rust with Jeff Winslow's 2013 BMW. I wish it was a 2013. <laughs> what is it? Take a decade off of that. Oh, your favorite year, St. Anger, 03. Yeah, that's why I had to get it. <laughs> you only drive all three cars, right? Yep. Only cars that have to do with uh, the album with the acrylic snare drum. Speaking of that, uh, one of those clickbait sites had an interview with Bob Rock talking about the acrylic uh, 1978 Ludwig snare. And 
that came out yesterday. Yeah, I just saw that uh, recently, and if I think at first the first uh, article I saw, I thought it was kind of just BS, and then next thing right. I know it, I see it all over my feed, like every music site was posting about it and they're like we finally know what the true drum sound is on saint anger i'm like man we knew about that long ago <laughs> the cool thing was is a couple episodes ago we talked about james talking about the bass on justice and not remaster it and just said who gives a shit it is what it is and it, it came out to be amazing yes yep that's bob what bob said said the same thing yeah lars hung out in an area and got inspired and said give me the snare and let's throw down and it is what it is. Whatever. Move on. Right. Yeah. Bob said, he literally said, it's a fucking snare. Move on. Exact quote. Yeah. I, um, I think the way he described it is perfect. You know, they were trying to move outside of their comfort zone, you know, and break the boundaries and not make anything. That's just, you know, your typical record. You know, he's always, that's what I like about Bob rock is that he, he takes his, uh, his bands that he's working with and he makes them think outside the box, you know? Absolutely. It's like, we're talking to uh, Jay last week from Seattle. If you didn't have the controversy over the snare and the overall sound, no solos drop tuning, that album wouldn't, wouldn't even be a discussion. No, it would just be another Metallica album. And not that, and I don't want to say that to like generalize all their albums because obviously each album is unique and special. And I, I'm not saying it's just another metallic album, but let's be real. If you think of what album sticks out like a sore thumb more than any other album in their history, I mean, more than likely people are going to say St. Anger. Good point, man. I think I hear a train rolling. That hate train. You hear that shit? I hear it. It's chugging along, man. Some interesting uh, good old things in the inbox this week from our new segment that we're bringing you next season for the hate mail. So we're giving you a little bit of a preview now. Hashtag hate train mail. Here we go. Didn't get the name on this. This We had hundreds of comments on the show. Hi, guys. Love the show, but saw that your tribute band posted the set list from Wisconsin. Well, yeah, we post every set list. Why play the hits when that's not what people want to hear? Your thoughts, Jeff? Well, um, we have often discussed that, and it is usually based upon the type of show that we're playing. So if we're playing some kind of festival, anything that is just a... uh, I don't don't know what's the word I'm looking for. You play to your crowd. And we usually beforehand know roughly what kind of show we're going into and kind of the demographic. You know, the venue will sometimes speak volumes about what kind of crowd you're going to have. You know, if we're playing in a theater, chances are we're probably not going to get a bunch of younger people coming in. But we play a place that's, you know, some kind of like nightclub venue, you know. I think it all just depends on where we're playing. That's what it boils down to. I'd like to show this person our our, our catalog. Yeah, if you could see uh, the set list from when we played our rarity show in Minneapolis at the Caboose, you will see that we are definitely diverse in what we are capable of doing. Keep in mind the set list we pl- played this last weekend. It was a short 90-minute show. It included 
Motor Breath, I Disappear, Bread Fan, Battery. Uh, what else is on there? Clover. Oh, yeah, Clover. So, I mean, not so. Well, if you can sneak in five or six songs like that, I mean, in 90 minutes, I, I don't want to hear it from you. Right. I mean, not to say that Clover and Disappear aren't radio hits, because obviously uh, they are, and people know them. But w- when you compare... Not the- like Metallica's playing them every day. Right. When you compare Disappear and Clover and Motor Breath to Master of Puppets and Nothing Else Matters and Enter Sandman, they're not even in the same league. It's not even the same sport. So... Not even I mean, close. I feel like we actually had a pretty diverse set list for trying to keep it radio friendly for the crowd that we were playing. Yeah, for that kind of setting, outdoors, afternoon slot, not the headliner, I was happy with it. I was definitely happy with it too. And for once, and normally you will never hear me say this, but for once I was so glad that we were not the headliner. I was because? Just- I was just happy to be home early. I feel like the first show back... The (laughs) The travel time was nice on the way home. Right. The first show back in that long, I was just kind of wanting to just get up there and just get it over and done with to knock the rust off type of deal. Yeah. Um, We played well and we drove home while it was still daylight. We weren't in an airplane at 2 in the morning and we weren't pulling into the driveway when the sun comes up. Yeah, it was actually just like a normal day and it felt great for once to just have a normal band day instead of all right well you're done at 11 o'clock you know midnight and then you know we either got to go back to our hotel or it's like well let's get on the airplane or get on the bus and drive for the next 15 hours it was great man knock the rust off we did it i like to tell this person we have over 80 songs in our catalog and probably at any given time we could play 50 of those on the spot without rehearsal yeah i might even be willing to stretch that to 60 Kevin Tipney from Cincinnati. Why aren't you asking trivia about the band members instead of naming all these lyrics? Get into the history of the band a little more. You've had lyrics the last three weeks in a row. Doesn't seem fair to the casual casual listener. <laughs> well, um, Mr. KT from Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati, squish them all. <laughs> where are you? Under my feet. Yeah, on my feet. <laughs> Cincinnati, squish them all. Where are you? Under my feet. (laughs) I feel like the reason we have added the name that lyric is because at some point there's only so much history that you're going to dig up about someone. And I don't know, it just, it, it makes it a little bit more diverse. So it's not all just the same thing every week. Here's my two cents. Excuse me. Every week we ask two, a maximum of three lyric lines. That means you have seven or eight questions based on the history of the band. Yeah, that's still the majority for anyone that doesn't know how to do math. 80%. That's a B minus, dude. Yeah, I'd say we're doing all right there. I was happy with the B minus in high school because my average was well below that. (laughs) Uh you know, I was happy with it, too. My potential of uh, when I would just do things was B's and A's, but I got lazy the more I got into music. So then as I got into high school, I was happy with a B-minus because that means I didn't try very hard. <laughs> Shane, where's your last four projects? I've uh, been really busy listening to Live Shit Binge and Purge for the last semester. Sorry, I didn't get around to it. Yep, that was me, except, you know, well, I guess I was watching Binge and Purge too, but it was always a lot of cunning stunts in the St. Anger rehearsal DVD. 
Where's your science project? Oh, you mean Seattle 89? <laughs> here it is, right here, man. <laughs> uh, ooh, some hate mail from a female. You ever had a female that hated you, Jeff? Uh, yeah, and it's funny because uh, the name of this person is the same name of a female that hates me, probably still to this day. The exact same name? Yeah. Amanda Brandon? Well, not the last name, but just the first name. Oh, just an Amanda. Yeah. Well, this Amanda's from Huntsville, Alabama. And I quote, Jeff must have grown up on Beavis and Butthead because when he laughs at the ends of, end of a sentence, he sounds like Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a, what a piece of mail to get. You know, I almost take that as a compliment. <laughs> I don't think I sound like him. I do kind of laugh kind of <laughs> sometimes, but I don't think I sound that much like Beavis or Butthead. Which one was it? Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'll take it as a compliment. I loved Beavis and Butthead growing up, so whatever. <laughs> Classic. Remember the little neighbor kid Dork was wearing a winger shirt? Yes. Yeah, what and that's great name? because... Uh, Stuart. Because, uh, what was it? Beavis always had the, the Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. Butthead ACDC? Yeah, see, I like ACDC too. Like I said, not a diss, it's a compliment. Winger. <laughs> <laughs> So every time you laugh now, we'll edit that out and just insert butthead. And she won't hear you laugh anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this last one's great. Josh Schultes, Schultes, Josh Schultes, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I looked up your Canada, band. Eh? Canada, A, O, A, A. Quote, I looked up your band. Get a right-handed James. <laughs> Ooh, that's a that's a that's not even a jab at us. That's a jab at Chris. That's right at Chris. Um, For those of you who don't know, Jeff and I play in a national touring Metallica tribute band. One, the only tribute to Metallica, and our uh, front man, Mister James, likes to call himself James Leftfield. You figured it out by now. He is left-handed. Josh from Calgary does not like that. Yeah, and you know what? That's fine because if Chris was right-handed, then he'd just be another he'd just be another tribute lead singer, but because he's left-handed, he can be James Leftfield. And you know what? That just brings him up to a whole another plateau. Since Chris sounds identical to James and almost looks identical to James, the uh, left field thing I have no problem with. I have no problem with it either. His voice is so spot on with Hetfield, especially circa I Disappear era. And yeah, you can't beat that. I mean, and he's such a good front man too. I mean, he knows how to work the crowd. It's funny. We were talking about that the other day on the way over to Wausau. The I Disappear vocals and Load Reload era james and chris together you cannot tell which one is who yeah no there's definitely songs where if you close your eyes when you're on stage you would think that james is on stage singing it with us disappear clover memory page page uh unforgiven two yep until it sleeps king yeah those you you can't tell the difference between chris and, and james during those yep he's he's spot on with that so yeah, I'll excuse the left-handedness because, you know, whatever. I does it doesn't bother me. I think it makes him unique. It makes us unique. 
People makes this show unique when you're using hate train for your hate mail inbox, dude. Yeah, I love that jam. Pizzle's favorite. He loves it. We appreciate everyone uh, chiming in. Love it or hate it. Facebook, Instagram, Kevin Tipney, Cincinnati, Amanda Brandon, Huntsville, Alabama. She's probably a Skinner fan. Skinner, yeah. Skinner. And yeah. Josh from good old uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. A. 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 I wonder if he eats poutine. <laughs> Do you think that he puts mayo on his french fries? Possibly. You know, things up there are a little different. I know. I was so close. We were so close. And, of course, I didn't bring my passport the one time I'm in Niagara Falls. And, yeah, that's when you and Bill went to Canada and me, Chris, and Pizzle all had to stay back in America. We walked across the bridge to get to the other side, but it wasn't it wasn't all cracked up what you thought it was. I just literally wanted to go over there, find a restaurant, and order some poutine just to say that I've eaten poutine in Canada. Yeah, I don't think Bill and I had poutine. It was just a couple beers and see the water from the other side and walk back, and that was it, bro. Would you eat poutine, though, being kind of a picky eater? <laughs> I'm not a picky eater. No? <laughs> you sure about Maybe that? we could talk about my eating habits on another episode. <laughs> Maybe we can get uh, Jeff Small, our driver, to, to uh, interview us about our eating habits on the road. Now that's a picky eater. Almost as picky as me. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's That'd be a close, close competition. Well, let's close out the hate train and send the train. Uh, <laughs> some of the best news in a long time in this crazy world we live in. We finally have a release date for SM 2. I am so excited because I did not get to see the show. So now is my chance to finally get it. Did you uh, sign up to try and win the uh, $200 deluxe box set? I signed up and put my name in the hat and got an email this afternoon that says, thanks, but no thanks. Oof. You're talking about winning the autographed uh, sheet music? Yes, yes. Yeah, I got the email that said, uh, better luck next time in S&M 3 in 2049. Oof, tough break. That's all right. I didn't win either. Five, 500 uh, winners is what I've been told. And unfortunately, I was not one of them. But that's all right because I'm sure we're not. We weren't lucky, man. But 500 out of how many? How many of these do you think they'll sell? Oh, I mean, you know, it's gonna go. It'll go platinum. I mean, nobody goes platinum anymore unless you're Metallica. Four or five million. Easily, easily. So get your calculators out, kids, and do 500 divided by 4 million and tell me the percentage of winning <laughs> autographed sheet music to the Ola Torn from the number four flute player. <laughs> or the triangle player. I'd take anything. Yeah, anything signed. That, that would have been cool to put in a frame and hang up. It'd be cool. Everything from the CD to the digital downloads to uh, sheet music that isn't signed. There's vinyl. There's all sorts of goodies. They put out so many things for sale. I think you can find something right up your alley and be pretty happy. August 28th it comes out. Yeah, I definitely will be picking that up for sure. And I think there's a 28-page booklet. Pictures from the show. I, that That's going to be a badass box set. Watch, you'll end up in one of the pictures. 
I'm hoping, man. You usually get lucky like that. I got my I got pretty good pretty good odds when it comes to that stuff. We'll have to scan the book and I remember so about three, four weeks after SNM last fall. Remember they had it in the theater just that one night? Yep, yep. I didn't make the footage of that, but from what I've heard is the footage has been edited, so maybe there's a chance you'll scan across and see my ugly mug. <laughs> see Lars two by Lars one. There you go. Fingers crossed. I'm looking forward to everything coming in that package. So, did you? I you had said you checked out uh, Metallica Monday. They uh, they played some interesting stuff. We were talking about how they opened up with Motor Breath. Unbelievable. Uh, how about the new song? What do you think of that one? The new song or the other new song? Uh, just the new song. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love that song. I did too. I thought that. It and was, the chorus and the lyrics from some of that, I really like and kind of disappointed I never made it on what became Death Magnetic. Yeah, I mean, I I like uh, the end of the line. I think that's a great song. But, man, some of that riffing and that uh, that original, you know. They're trucking. The, yeah, it, there's some good shit in there. And it's. I thought it was cool to hear Lars get back in and playing some straightforward double bass and not, you know, playing his weird. Yeah. Weird shit, you know, those. I think it's excerpts of end of the line and uh, all night uh, nightmare long. Yep. Yeah. That was a great song. And you know, dearly beloved, we are gathered here. The, today. Lyrics, <laughs> the lyrics weren't all that great, but let's be real. Anytime no, they all work ever, in progress, all their work in progress. Lyrics are never that great. I mean, I think Lords of summer musically is great music, but the lyrics. A work in progress but the one smooth part i like is i am the gambler yep the light sets me free how's yep. that for vocals over a podcast that uh can you get, master that and release that can an album go higher than number one <laughs> can a song go higher than number one <laughs> and podcast for all ep <laughs> yep coming out coming at you live with the new song and then you can do not the end. It's the beginning. I just wanted to do the <laughs> Gotta get my pick scrape in there. Like I said, there's there's uh, there's really cool parts in there that I w- wish made it, and there's other parts where it's like, okay, that's cutting floor material. Yep, that was just a filler. It was fluff. That was on six six two thousand six. Um the tour that summer where they did master in its entirety. How cool would that be to see? Yeah, I feel like seeing any of their albums and then it's seeing any of their albums played in its entirety would be absolutely stunning. Now I got that song in my head. Spirits dilate. <laughs> Spirits dilate. Go ask all your friends. Just wait till we start talking about the other new song. Oh man. Yeah, opened up with Motor Breath. The footage, this is one of my more favorite Metallica Mondays because most of it took place in the daytime. Yep, so you can see everything clearly. 10 camera mix, really well shot. And boy, you could see a lot of good equipment, gear, close-ups. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely one of the coolest scrims they've ever had too. Oh, dude, 
you know I love those scrims. We've talked about this before. Yep, they're put together perfectly. I like how they just combine everything and they just threw it together like that. And it just, it looks so Metallica. It was like the collage t-shirt where they try to get every album on the scrims up on the ramps behind Lars. I'd like to have one of those. Something tells me that you like the scrims because I believe there is two red fists on it. Yeah, I think there is. Two red fists, and there's just like one little half scary guy for, I think, what they were trying to say for the Black Album. And there was one cross, maybe a Doris and a half, but well, there's a little blood and semen in the corner too. But I think St. Anger took that scrim for the award. Well, I mean, at that point, it was their most recent album, so it makes sense. They're still trying to show people like, hey, you don't got to hate this album. I'd love to hear the production manager going, so where at on the scrims do you want the the semen? <laughs> ah, just throw it in the corner. Throw it up in the upper right, right by the fist. <laughs> that was a good show, dude. That was that was uh, pretty solid. Um, the new song, Master Puppets in its entirety, and some of my favorite guitars, original Iron Cross of James's, yes, the original his, his Primer. Sunday. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that uh, original Iron Cross is a 73 Les Paul Custom. You are correct. Ding, ding, ding. From the from the Norlin era um, of Gibson's guitars. Yeah, that's a great, great decade for Les Paul Customs. The original uh, gray primer truckster, one of my favorites. I like the gray one over the black one. Oh, really? See, I always like the black one better. Yeah, it's all about the first one that came out. I remember when that guitar first came out, I was, I felt indifferent about it because I was so excited that a new Hetfield guitar was coming out and then it was that one. And for me at the age I was at, I was so into Explorers. So I was a little bummed that he did the Les Paul Eclipse body style, but I got you. the guitar eventually really grew on me after I played one in real life. And I was like, okay, I think I can, I can handle this. And one of my favorite Headfield guitars of all time makes an appearance, the Black Diamond Plate Explorer. Ah, uh, now you're talking. Yeah, I bet you could use a cool one, huh? Now you're talking. <laughs> Amazing. I haven't seen that for a while. Yeah, that one is... See, and that's that's more up my alley. Like, I just... I loved all of his Explorers. That was always, like, the big thing with me is I always put James Hetfield and Explorers together. Um, I don't dislike his Les Pauls. I did like... Oh, there was one, I remember he played a purple Les Paul Custom. I think that's the one he plays on the new yes. song. Yep, I remember that. Love that guitar. Very dark Les Paul body. Yep, yep. It's a dark satin purple Les Paul Custom. That has always been one of my favorite guitars of his. Cool thing they did. Um, the uh, Line 6 acoustic comes out. and You know they're going into Unforgiven, but he does a little bit of a doodle and plays the Justice intro. Oh, yeah, that's right. Justice intro on acoustic is it's cooler than you think. It has a really, like, broad, full sound to it. Very warm, very bright. Love that. Especially when the, you know, the intro tape that they play is the album version. And I love the clean tone on there, but let's let's be real. Compared to a acoustic, it's a very thin sounding. So cool. Love that. Then at the end, a very rare Lars Ulrich singing backing vocals on the Ramones Commando with Avenged Sevenfold. 
Yeah, but you know what? He still sings better than Kirk does. Oh, God. It was fun to watch. But that's rare when you see him have a wireless mic over by his hi-hat and they start a song off. It's like, holy shit, that's usually his talkback mic in the studio. Yeah, no, not today, boys and girls. I'm going to be singing. Funny part was is James and Lars introduced Avenge Sevenfold and about 50 people clapped. And then they said, oh, we're playing a Ramon song and all 50,000 people clapped. <laughs> Poor Avenge. They got the golf clap. I don't, it wasn't even a golf clap, dude. It was Ooh, like that's kindergarten worse. clap. <laughs> Is that a thing? I just made that up. I mean, they definitely can't clap as hard as a bunch of adults. So yeah, sure. That can, that could be a thing. Oh, it was classic. What'd you send me with that Sandman thing that wasn't able to open up? The other night I was in San Juan, Puerto Rico for work, and I wasn't able to click on the file. Oh, man, that is the greatest thing. If you have not listened to it yet, uh, somebody... I haven't. Somebody took the studio vocal track from Enter Sandman, and they re-recorded all of Enter Sandman in the style of Injustice for All. So the guitar tone, the drum program, the bass, it sounds like almost identical to injustice for all. It's actually kind of scary how close it sounds and the arrangement. It's, it's fast. It's not like, I was going to ask, is it kind of a upbeat kind of deal? It's tempo wise. It's done so spot on. And then they put James's actual studio track in there. (laughs) So then it's someone had a lot of time on their hands, dude. It sounds like if Metallica, I was blown away. Apparently this article has been around for a while and I just recently saw it, but man, (laughs) If you have not listened to it, the moment we are done here, I highly, highly recommend you listen to it and then let me know what you think. Because I mean, have to the, check it out. You the, see those things, you know, every month pop up that people do right, YouTube right. remixes. I thought, I thought that it was just going to be a, a load of shit. And then I was like, whatever. I just felt like giving it a shot and I listened to it and it was done so spot on. Like I said, the arrangement the 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 beat cool. use even like does all of like the offbeat like crashes that Lars does uh, the fills I mean just give it a listen you'll justice like it. fills it's very 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 close to what you would expect Lars to do most of that stuff's funny but some of it's most of it's pretty shitty but you're making this sound pretty solid this one isn't even funny this one is like I feel straight like, up real I feel deal like I would if I can find a download of this I would listen to this over the studio version of Sandman any freaking day wow that speaks volumes right there Jeff Winslow listen to it and tell me you don't agree I I'll feel like check you're gonna it hear out. it and you're gonna be like oh my god I wish that the song would have been on Injustice for All I'm just trying to Imagine what it's like. Oh, here's Sandman, but it's mixed like Eye of the Beholder or Shortest Straw. Uh, more like Shortest Straw. It's it's done up more like with those types of beats. Shortest Straw, Blackened. Wow. It's not like your uh, Harvester of Sorrow. It's it's like, you know, wow. you know, and shit like that. <laughs> 88 kick drum beats in, you know, five seconds. Oh, yeah. Wow. Cool. I have to check it out. Yeah, I think you're definitely going to dig it. Uh, going back to S&M, I don't want to give away anything, but in a couple weeks, we are going to have a very, very, let me say very again, very special guest. How very? That's very. V-E-R-Y. Not V-A-R-Y, because that's not how you spell it. Well, either way, we could spell it both ways because this guest is pretty special. We're not saying any names, we're not saying any topics, but let's just say this guest is associated with S and M too. 
So start the drum roll now, and in a few weeks, when it's still playing out, then we'll unveil. Shortest straw drum roll, and uh, it'll still be playing. Oh, man, I'm excited for this one, and I know everyone listening, are they're going to dig this. It's going to be great, man. I can't wait. I'm surprised that this person wants to chat with you and I on squadcast.fm, but we're going to make it happen. I've already been doing my homework, so I'm ready, man. It's going to be great. Dude, it's amazing. I feel like you're the guest on and update for all because we're just flying through this. No, I think you're the guest. No, you're the host. Wait, I don't know. Do you want to be the guest or do you want to be the host? Dude, can I be both? Please, please, please pick me. Pick me, pick me. Can I be both? You know what? I think I'm going to pick that guy. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I won. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. We have talked about our show in Wisconsin. We have, I don't want to say debuted the hate mail, but we kind of debuted the hate train because season two is going to have a bunch of our hate train segments. Yeah, that's just a preview. A good preview. S&M 2, S&M 2 guest coming in a couple weeks. Um, Metallica Monday Berlin, they burned it down. That was amazing. I like how we talked about the new song and not Master of Puppets. Because the new song is more unique. Master of Puppets is just more legendary. Oh, before I forget, uh, Metallic is rumored to be buying other artists' catalogs now. You know, I heard that. I didn't know if that, you know, again, you can only believe, you know, a small fraction of what you read on the internet. I've seen a lot about it, though. It's kind of got some legs. Yeah, and that's what I've noticed is that when I first read about it, I, I didn't know what to expect, but... It seems like they're trying to, they're just trying to make some money, you know, why not? You know, because if you, you got, if you got the means, go ahead. It's no different than what, uh, what was it, Michael Jackson? He bought the Beatles, and I'm sure that was not uh, $14.92 in a Casio watch. Yeah, no, that was probably like $15 in a Timex. You remember that movie? Do you have forty two fifty and a Casio? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. No, it's forty two fifty and a hell of a nice watch. Hell yeah, that's right. Planes, trains, and automobiles. All right, I'll pay cash. Cash. Forty two fifty. How about seventeen dollars? I can't do that. Mercy. I've been wearing the same underwear since Tuesday. I can vouch for that. I don't I don't I don't own the place. Seventeen dollars and a hell of a nice watch. Uh, no, I don't. I have seventeen dollars and a Casio. And a Casio. <laughs> Love that movie. It's I'm gonna been a have long to, time since I've seen it. I'm gonna have to say goodnight. <laughs> and a Casio. Those aren't pillows. Oh, great show, man. I'm gonna have to say goodnight. What else have we talked we about? I, th- I think we've covered it. I think we've covered, yeah, all of our, our topics for this week. Episode 10, season one, and updates for all. No guests this week. We will be back next week with a regular regular scheduled guest yeah we'll be regular we're uh, more regular can you get me some a uh, little bit more stock uh, i said it's fucking stock 
you know, can I have something more like a regular beat? Before we go, since we got time, yeah, you want to play Name That Lyric? Uh, yeah, we can give it a shot. I don't know if I have any lyrics up at the moment. Give me five and I'll give you five. All right, you want to give this a shot? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, you ready? I'm kind of nervous, but yeah, go. Getting your kicks as you are shooting the line, sending the shivers up and down my spine. Motor breath. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I'm fucking batting a thousand, bro. Are you ready, Jeff Winslow? I am ready. Set on course a master plan. Reinvent the earth inhabitant. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to be bad at this. Um, Set on course a master plan. Reinvent the earth inhabitant. Inhabitant. Is it Unforgiven 3? It is not. I don't know, man. Spit out the bone. Yeah, I definitely would never have gotten that. I'm going to be honest. I've listened to that song, I think, maybe twice in my whole life. What? It's I'm more of a the A side of that album than the B side. You're a co-host of a Metallica podcast. And you've listened to the greatest song on Hardwired twice. Stop. That is not the greatest song on Hardwired. Oh, my God. What are we going to do with you? Dream No More is way better. You are a dream fan. I forgot about that. Dream and Halo. Yep. Dream Halo, Moth, everything on side one. (laughs) I'm going to have to dumb this down for you then. Yeah, and I'm going to have to kick it up for you. (laughs) That hate train is going to be full of shit next week with... What? Jeff doesn't like spit out the bone? Kick him off. I didn't say I don't like it. I just don't think it's the best song on the album. I kind of feel about Spit how I feel about... uh, Opening with Bread Fan. uh, No, no, no. not The hate isn't that strong. Wow. Uh, No, I have the... It's the same as I feel for My Apocalypse. I I just... I always thought that it was just kind of a eh, filler song. Dude, that surprises me. All right, what do you got? I can find the dirt on anything. I can find the dirt on anything. That's the line? Yeah. Oh. Dirty window? Ooh, that's really close. You're, you're, that's, it's not bad. I wasn't even going to struggle with it because I thought if I don't get it, if I don't hear it right away, I don't know it. Say it again. Oh, sorry. I just said the answer. I didn't hear you. I can find the dirt on anything. I can find the dirt on anything. I can find the dirt on anything. Well, as soon as I heard dirt, I'm like, this is something rare. That's why I guess dirty. I have no idea. Purify. Yeah, Edgar from California to self-destruct would know that. He would have got that one. In all fairness, I probably would have struggled with that line. Holy too. And I cow. love saying anger. You got to give me more lines, dude. More words. I, that line is repeated twice. That's why I said it twice. I want something like exit light, enter night. 
Uh, how about uh, um, so I dubbed the. Oh, that's definitely two times four. <laughs> two times four. <laughs> Good old two by four. All right. Um, I didn't get that one. This is this is your turn. You take back what you left me. I know I'll always burn to be. That's uh, Outlaw. Ding, ding, ding. Nice work, dude. I had to think about that one for a second. I see, since I'm a guitar player in this band, I feel like I don't... uh, focus on the lyrics like i used to it's tough when you don't if you don't hear it in the in the way he's singing it or the you know instrumental you it's tough right right well especially the fact that in the recent years usually when i'm listening to their music i'm listening to like learn a song or listening you know right and so i feel like i'm listening to the music aspect more than i'm focusing on the lyrics so this might be you know number three for jeff winslow ready I think it's my turn to ask you. What I oh yeah, duh. <laughs> I got too excited. It's all right. Break away from your common fashion. See through your blurry sight. Oh fuck. I know that too. Say it again. Break away from your common fashion. See through your blurry sight. Oh, that's uh, that's escape. Ding, 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 ding. Good Lord, that took a while. <laughs> wow, I pulled it out. I was going to say, you got to get that one. That's your favorite album. Favorite album and love playing it live. Love that song. So to that, that gal that said we don't. You know, we only play the greatest hits. Take that. Yeah. We play Escape on a regular basis, baby. That's something the boys don't even do. No. All right, Jeff. You're going to get this. Because everyone seems to have the sickness. Oh, uh, the cure. Bingo. Nice work. (laughs) And, you know, that's a... That's not a really common song. That part, you know, is probably the most recognizable part, but uh, that song is definitely not a common song. We play play that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Saying we don't play anything other than greatest hits. Tisk, tisk. Take that. um, Let me scroll through here. Take that, Miss Facebook user from. Unknown location. (laughs) Unknown location, yeah, exactly. All right, you ready? Hit me. Home is not a home. It becomes a hell, turning into your prison cell. (laughs) Say it one more time. All right, one more time. Fuck, dude, that's tough. Now I know what our guests feel like. Right? Getting put on the spot Fucking sucks, t- man. It's not the spot, but it's just you hear it out of context. It's like, I know I've heard that 8,000 times. But fuck, where is it? Home is not a home. It becomes a hell. Turning into your prison cell. 
sanitarium. Ooh, not quite, but that's what I have in my head. That's the problem. I'm curious. You said there was a couple others. There, I wanted. Not even gonna say them. So, sanitarium. Final answer. Yeah, I, I, once I get locked on a song, it's the only place I can picture that lyric. Struggle within. Oh fuck! That is right. <laughs> Obviously, it's right, but yeah, I do love playing that song. Turning it into your prison cell. See, if you would have sang to, it like that, I would have had it right away. And I was trying not to say it like that. The first time I said it, I actually thought I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to get it. Because I think I said it kind <sighs> of like on that beat. God, that's tough. All that is, ever was, will be ever. People are like, these guys suck. Yeah, but they're sitting at home and they're like, oh, hold on, I can type this in and figure this out. No, yeah. Uh, I can't believe I got that struggle within wrong. Say it one more time. All that is, ever, was, will be ever. Oh, Twisting, turning through the never. Nice job, dude. Oh, fuck that. I thought I got you on that. I thought I was going to get something. Then as soon as you said that, that's when all of a sudden it clicked. I had to be very careful how I said that because you could be, all it is, ever was, will be, ever. It's like, well, yeah, no shit. I'm kicking myself for struggle. And I thought that that would be, I for sure thought that'd be an easy one for you. I do love playing it live. We don't play that much, but it's. I know. I remember people are going to think I'm nuts. It's one of my most favorite songs on the Black Album. I like that song. It's a good straightforward jam. Don't be jealous. I've seen them play it live, too. All right. So here, we're on your last one. Show me. Out from ruins, once possessed, fallen city, living death. <laughs> Thing that should not be. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God, that was work. <laughs> That's another one where I felt like if I My didn't... brain is foggy. All right, you ready for your fifth and final? Bring it on, man. Let's let's do it. I saved the hardest one for last. Oh, shit. No pressure. And nothing else matters. <laughs> <laughs> so I dub the... Nope, you got it wrong. That was Unforgiven 2, not 1. Unforgiven 2. <laughs> and I quote... All right, here we go. And I won't hesitate... To pull you down into this pit. If you get this, you totally walk away with the trophy tonight between the two of us. One more time. And I won't hesitate to pull you down into this pit.
His eyes are closed, folks. This is fucking <laughs> serious business. <laughs> oh man. And I again it's a lyric I know I've heard before. And I won't hesitate to pull you down into this pit. Uh saying now I'm I'm thinking like you are the song I have in my head is the only one I can think of and I don't I, I know it's not this song, but the only song I can think of is Harvester of Sorrow. But I'm not I don't think that's it. I'm glad we did this because I think we're gonna take it easier on our guests now when we play this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't rem I can't I think I'm tapping on this one. I'm going to hum it for you. Ready? All right. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's jumping the fire. <laughs> Damn. That was a shitty hum job, too. Yeah, but dun, that, dun, 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 dun. that was a hard question. And I won't hesitate to pull you down into this pit. That's right. Fuck. We've only we've played that one, too. Jump? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I love it. And we only play greatest hits. Huh. Again, tisk tisk. The cure, jump in the fire, escape. We do it all, kids. Take that uh, random Facebook user wherever you're from. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Yeah, well, actually, it, it wasn't bad. I think I cannot we both got... believe I missed the struggle within. Yeah, I'm I mean, not going to sleep tonight. I missed jump in the fire, and our trivia section is named "Jump in the Fire." I should have fucking known that, right? Damn, slacking. I'll give you extra credit. Open up your gate, spirit dilate, whisper to your friends, death is not the end. <laughs> not the end. Well, if is I mean if the new song or the other new song. <laughs> that would be the new song. Yes, it is. So I suppose if I am going to get extra credit, I should give you extra credit. Oh, this will be right. good. Open whoa, up your mind, open up your whoa, purse, whoa. open up your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? I hear a Actually, siren. Is that at your house? That is my house. Welcome to the hood. Dude, is it an ambulance or a police car? They're coming for you. Sound like the Poe. In your neighborhood, it very well could be. Hey, but not my new neighborhood. That's right. Dude, congratulations. You, you got a house. We got to tell everybody that. Yeah, I, I we got the house and we close in a few weeks and hopefully by the end of the summer, early fall, we'll be moved in. Congrats, dude. Last episode, you were looking at like your 37th house and getting yeah. pretty burnt out. I was getting very burnt out. And then we came across this house. My fiance was like, yep, that is our house. That's that's my house. I need it. I'm going to get that. And she was right. We were able to get it. And the it's welcome like home sanitarium sign above the front door is going to fit just fine and look great. Yep, I'm going to, as soon as I get it, I'm going to hang it up first thing. Perfect. And you've already claimed your room to make into your podcast recording studio? Yeah, I'll record all of my my band's music and do all the podcasts, hopefully, in this room. And if not, Sweet. Then, well. Your other band. Yeah, no, not one. As in the other new song. The other new song. <laughs> Congrats, man. So moving in the next couple months, you said? Yeah, yeah, probably within the next month we'll be cool we'll be moving in. We'll have to chat all about it. Absolutely. I'm excited. 
tell the fiance, don't pack the laptop and the microphone too far away because we still got to record. No, she won't. Uh, she'll make me pack my own shit. Don't she'll touch like, my shit, like, bitch. She'll be like, you can do that yourself. I'm going to be doing enough with all the kids. Oh, God, I wish you luck. It's fun, but fuck, it's a job. Hey, at least I only have to drive not far. <laughs> you giving me an extra credit question? Uh, yeah, I am. Lay it on me. All right, you ready? These are going to be pretty tough lyrics. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's the other new song, also called Vultures. Wow, I was gonna add, that was gonna be the extra credit part. I was gonna say what was the the working title for that. At one point, I did see a set list that actually said Vulture or Vultures. That could be where James got the idea for his guitar. Oh, yeah. That's pretty sad that you just said whoa, and I knew it was the other new song, but I could not fucking dial in the struggle within, man. <laughs> Shit. Uh, don't lose sleep over it. Oh, I've had fun, man. And updates for all, episode 10. Yeah, we did it, and we've proved that we don't need guests, but we do like having guests. So if you want to be a guest, please email us at andpodcastforall at gmail.com. We love guests, man. This was just a, a special one-off thing we did. We got us all updated. We had so much to talk about from hate mail to Berlin to S&M 2 to you and I finally got on a stage in the last eight months, plugged in and played. Yeah, and we didn't even have to go too far to do it, so it was it was nice. It was fun. We played well. Next week, I already know who we have next week, an amazing guest. This episode's only about an hour long. Next week is going to be long because it's it's awesome. And then the following week, we have a very special guest that had something to do with SM too. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry because after after you're done with the news with us, we'll go back to doing normal normal length episodes again. <laughs> back to the front, right? <laughs> <laughs> and podcast for all at gmail.com. You, the fan, come on the show, drive the discussion, decide the topics. I will see you next week, dude. Sounds good, man. Have a good rest of your week. You too. Later. Later.